Good morning, everyone. I'd like to thank you to another edition of our podcast, Our Faces, Our Voices. Um, this is Jonathan Lee, founder and creator of Bridging Legacies Across Campuses. Um, I am honored today to have a good college friend of mine, an independent school graduate, Mr. William Jolly, on the phone with me. Jolly, how are you doing, man? I'm doing fantastic. Glad to be here with you. Uh, great, man. It's been a minute since we caught up, but I know we always see each other trending on social media. And it's always <laughs> good to see your positive, bright smile as I look at you in your brown jacket on LinkedIn. So I appreciate it. Hey, um, man. Glad to be here. Thank you, man. I like to just start, Jolly, by you just telling us who you are, what you do, and just and just our connection as friends, man. So it's sure. all yours. All right. Uh, well, my name is William Taylor Jolly, but most people, I, I, you, some people call me Jolly. <laughs> and then some people call me Will or Will Jolly. Either way, as long as you call me a good name, I'm all for it. But uh, <laughs> I'm from Northwest Washington, D.C. Um, I'm a seventh generation Washingtonian. So uh, originally my family, uh, the matriarch of my family moved to the United States from Haiti. And I think she was on the land of the Maryland governor in 1794 and 1798. Uh, but my family's been in the DC area since that time. Um, and my parents, my mom's from Hampton, Virginia and my dad's from Washington, DC, but they met in DC. And uh, I had a great upbringing with them and had the ability to go to some really great schools because of them. So really glad to, to be here and just talk a little bit. Oh, and what do I do now? I am an attorney. Uh, for a local government, and I work in labor relations and collective bargaining, and just am glad to be here and share my story and be a positive impactor on our society. Jolly, thank you so much, man. You always had a gift with words as we were in college together. Um, you were always destined for great things, so I can only um, imagine that connectivity of your story, who you are with your current profession, so thank you. We appreciate it. Glad to be here. So Jolly, as we talk about these things, I like to kind of go into the introduction that you have your independent school. So if you can share with me how you ended up going to your school and what school it was and kind of talk about your time there briefly, um, but how did you get to your school? Sure, so I got to uh, my school. I went to, um, starting out in kindergarten, I went to a Christian school in my neighborhood. Uh, and then I, my parents transferred me to for kindergarten five through sixth grade to a, um, a, a school that we were going to church to at the time called uh, Full Gospel AME Zion in Temple Hills, Maryland. It's now from the Heart Christian Ministries, but it was a great school for me, great foundational uh, area where I um, met great teachers and met great other students. Um, and from there, in sixth grade, they, they shifted a little bit, uh, or sixth grade, into seventh grade, they shifted. They decided to do something different. Didn't quite work for me. So I moved on to a Catholic school at St. Augustine for about three months. And then I found myself uh, going to the OWL school, which was at 16th and military, where end of seventh grade and into eighth grade. And I performed really well as salutatorian for my class in that eighth grade class. And there was a Reader's Digest scholarship that my mom found um, on, it wasn't online. That means she must've been reading the booklet Reader's Digest at the time. This is the, the late nineties. And they were offering or looking to give scholarships to African-American men in Washington, DC to go to some of the private schools in the area. And so from there, uh, I think I took a test, scored into the program, and then I went to visit different schools. So I went to visit Georgetown Prep, St. Albans, uh, St. Anselm's, Georgetown Day School, Murray, 
a school called Landon. Um, did I say Georgetown Prep already? I probably yes, did. you did. Yeah, you I did. did. And uh, just kind of felt out which ones were best for me because it's always an individual experience. Uh, and then I got an offer to have uh, entrance into Murray at a at a half scholarship and then Landon at a full scholarship. And I chose to go to Landon on a full scholarship just to give my parents a, a leg up. So uh, did that. And then I was at the Landon School for, I guess we call it the Landon School for Boys. It starts in third grade uh, and goes until 12th grade. And I was there from ninth grade to 12th grade. But great place. Awesome, Jolly. That's just great. And uh, I won't boo you too hard as an Episcopal graduate. <laughs> hey, I, I, I appreciate the booing, though. I'm one of those people. I'm a Washington football fan, but I love all the teams. So I'm like one of those people is like, you know, I asked Cowboys fan, how about them Cowboys? I asked the Eagles. I got the E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles. I just, I enjoy it all. That's awesome, Jolly. Well, thank you, man. I really greatly appreciate that. Absolutely. So one thing, Jolly, again, just kind of keep the format of how things go to kind of get these narratives together. Um, talk to me about your experience at Landon. Um, being an African-American male there, um, being someone that worked hard and tested and was credible in your academic standards and pedigree. Uh, talk to me about feeling your Blackness as you got there as a student, um, learning and developing. Uh, can you, do you have any stories or situations that kind of let you know quickly who you were and where you had come from? Yeah, I get, well, I would say a lot of my Blackness goes back to that elementary school that I was at where my teachers were who looked just like me, right? That makes a right. difference. Right. Yes. So I had a very solid foundation into who I was, where I came from and why um, we're all humans. But culturally, there are some differences. And so there was some adapting uh, at Landon. Uh, but I feel that that adapting did really make a, a profound difference when I was at William & Mary because it was not a culture shock at William & Mary, which is a majority school. Um, so at Landon, let's say. You know, just the, the experience of being in the cafeteria. Why do all the black people or black guys sit together at the cafeteria? Mainly because there are similar experiences and abilities to share information, just like any other culture. Um, but one of the great things about being, uh, or I should say, and one of the great things about being at Landon is it makes you be able to understand where multiple people are coming from. Because yeah. you see different lifestyles, you see different um, socioeconomic statuses that maybe I had not seen before, uh, or I'm talking about Uber, or just where people are taking vacations during the winter, just goal, goals lives, where you're going to Europe for two weeks in the winter, right? It's awesome. Exactly. I, didn't, I didn't know that existed, right? Yeah, or yeah. when the brand new, the new Hummer came out in 2000, 2001, and guys on my campus had the Hummers. And I was like, man, this is cool. I didn't even know that happened, right? Exactly. Or, uh, when the when 50 Cent's Get Rich or Die Trying album came out, one of my classmates said, oh, I'm going to go, I'm driving off campus to go. I didn't have a car, I didn't even have a license, right? All right? But I'm driving off campus to go to Montgomery Mall to go get four copies of the album. One for my car, one for the living room, one for my, my, my personal room, and one for maybe my sister. And I was like, oh, wow, I hadn't thought about that. That's, that's pretty cool. So it's just exactly. seeing a yeah. lot of different things that I had not been exposed to. But like, huh, this is possible. I guess that was the, big, the biggest thing for me. And I think for a lot of my classmates uh, was that there are different being exposed to new opportunities. Change, you know, uh, luxury once tasted becomes necessity is what has been taught to me. And I, and I do believe, truly believe in that. 
And I think that being on a campus like Landon um, allowed me to see some some lifestyles that I had not seen before, but that I knew I wanted to pursue and that have definitely set me on my trajectory today, uh, being an attorney and trying to make sure that I'm growing my money and not just flinging it about. Oh, Jolly, thank you for dropping that knowledge. And I had to write that down. Luxury once tasted becomes a necessity. Um, I think that's definitely going to be the caption below this particular podcast. So thank you for dropping that knowledge on us. Oh, my pleasure. And I can definitely tell you, as I got to uh, William and Mary, and you remember our crew that we ran in, we had a couple of dudes from Woodbury Forest. We had a young man from, uh, where did Hans go? Hotchkiss as well. So we, or Deerfield actually. So we had a plethora of gentlemen in there. And there was a couple, um, just, it it was great to see that in that dynamic. Because once you identified yourself as an independent school grad, and then we were there, there's a kinship just by being black, but then being black people from these PWIs. We, me, we immediately knew what it was for chapel, seated dinners, these various things like that. We understood. Um, and, and just the blazer game, the tie game and whatnot. So <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that kinship there um, was very important, regardless of being a day or a hundred percent boy. So I just say thank you. Um, oh, kind of sticking with that theme, Jolly, um, what would you tell your younger self or another young, diverse young man or female as they're looking to transition from middle school to high school? Oh, I would say... Uh... And you mean into an independent school environment? Yes, yes. I would say, hmm, I would say, number one, there are going to be moments where I've had, I would say, embrace the different experiences, right? It's not, uh, being comfortable does not always make you, does not make you stronger, right? You're going to be uncomfortable from time to time. But being uncomfortable does make you stronger, right? Or being feeling as though hmm, I'm the only one having this experience. Yeah, you are. But everybody has that experience in life. It's just that you may be getting it a little bit earlier than other people, right? But what is that going to teach you? That's going to teach you that hmm, you can think independently, you can think strongly, you can think wisely, and you can have a good and strong impact on people. And just be willing, I would say, to see to learn, to ask. I recently read a item that says, the fool, the regular man wonders, but the wise man asks. Be a sponge as best as possible. Squeeze this orange for all the juice that it has. Ask as many questions and just expand your horizons in this new environment, right? You're in a new place, you're with new people, you're, uh, being introduced to new concepts. One of the best concepts I got at Landon was from our humanities class, which is not an, a, a course offered in many schools, but it's the, the landmark junior year course at Landon. One of the main things I learned from the course was uh, from Machiavelli's The Prince, which was the statement, man's whole goal in life is to get power and keep power. And that small phrase has framed a lot of my objective views of the world, right? When people do certain things, it goes back to that. Well, what, how does this deal with power? And how do people, humans, who are gravitate towards power, how do they manage it? So this little things like that that I learned throughout the process that have affected my worldview greatly. Uh, but I, and I think that have given me balance because uh, and, and made me open to concepts that others may shun 
right? Or, or just not want to understand or want to take the time to understand. Oh, exactly. And one of the biggest things you're saying, Jolly, is these experiences that Landon and similar to myself at Episcopal, being able to be a sponge. When you yes. go from being one in the class of a thousand versus right. at Episcopal being one in the class of 100, that right. individual detail to be able to sit in the class and learn it because everyone's basically there to learn in a way, it's yep. so different. So you're not yep. fighting for that moment of attention. And no. these teachers are teaching at a very individual level. And that's yes. actually why I went to William & Mary because I didn't want to go to a big college because I had been spoiled in this dynamic <laughs> of what these independent schools give. And that's so exactly every, the same. For yeah, me. yeah. So everything you're saying is, is meaningful. And that's why these schools are so special. And that's yes. why I'm doing this moment to literally create this legacy, this connection of what it means to go to these independent schools and why. We do yes. understand that it's difficult. We understand yeah. that it may not be for us, but we are now destined for a seat at the table. So why not be there and bring your knife and a fork, as they say, and be prepared? Because there is so much to learn. And yeah, the financial absolutely. aid dollars are there. I can tell you that as a missions officer, it's there. You have to apply for it and ask the question, just like you yes. said. So thank you, Jolly, so much for that. Absolutely. And, and just like you said, the financial aid dollars are there because the schools are looking to have diversity. They want diverse views, right? They realize over the years that there were times pre the 1960s that there was no diversity on campus. And that's because that's the way society was, unfortunately. Exactly. Right? And they but need now, diversity. They, yeah. they need diversity. Diversity creates innovation, do. great mindset. Absolutely. Yes. I think that's exactly. one of the main reasons that America is the way that it is, is because we have diverse viewpoints, right? And that's one of the main ways that we're going to continue to be great is because we have diverse viewpoints and we have lots of thinking points and it's not a uh, authoritarian or autocratic nation. It's one that the best idea wins, right? Charlie, and it may take some time Charlie, for that best knowledge, idea. idea. But, that, you know, I think that's the, the great piece of our nation. And as we change and things become different, we will change with it. But being adaptable is the goal in America. Perfect. Thank you, Jolly. Appreciate it. Um, so my one, my one thing I like to do as I phase this out, and everyone, please excuse me. It's morning time here. So my little ones are waking up and Aww. I've got a daycare drop off shortly. So natural podcast moment. Um, I like to close it out, Jolly, just for saying, what ideas or suggestions or criticisms or critiques or things that can I do as I look to literally bridge this uh, legacy across campuses with my LLC in this endeavor? Uh, I think what you're doing is, is critical. Just asking people for their opinions, getting information. And over the time, as you build this catalog, you're going to get so many different tips and jewels and diamonds that'll be able to be used by people in the next generation. And that's the goal. And I'm sure I'm going to learn from so many other people who are going to come on and just drop different diamonds that I didn't know about. And that's all it is, sharing information. That's the American way. How can we share information and innovate together and push, it, push, our, push our society forward to the next generations? Perfect. Thank you, Jolly. I just want to say personally, um, thank you. It's a lot to go back and kind of dig up some things emotionally that maybe you don't readily think about when you're having coffee in the morning, when you think <laughs> about these experiences and to share your professional skill set and your mindset um, and your voice on behalf of Landon, William and Mary and just William Jolly itself. Um, I appreciate our kinship and brotherhood together. Absolutely. I just, I just thank you, man. I thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. Hey, and um, feeling is absolutely mm -hmm. mutual. So glad to be here and be able to share. Thank you, Jolly. So folks that wraps up another edition of, um, our Faces, Our Voices, Bridging Legacies Across Campus podcast. Um, stay tuned for the next edition. Jolly, thank you.